following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. Uh, this is our third hour being here. Everyone uh, loves being with us at all times. Uh, we're going to talk about the death penalty and abortion. Yes, two very controversial cases that are coming down. Uh, one was heard by the Supreme Court on the abortion issue, which is just the beginning of what's going to happen in the future. And uh, Justice Thomas and Ginsburg little, throw a few little jabs at each other, and we're going to hear about that. And I am Fred Penny, your host, with Todd Cunin to my left and Denise Dirks to my right. And our producer is Cal Hunter behind the glass. If you want to call in, call us at 855-LAW-RADIO or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. Again, 855-LAW-RADIO. That's 855-529-7234. Remember, we are kind of an exciting show here, but we, we try to do the best we can to be informative. But remember, we're talking about general topics of law. Uh, seek legal counsel at all times, except when you're around the dinner table or at uh, your in-laws. Make sure you can quote us to shut them up if you'd like to shut them up. Because you can just say, no, Radio Law Talk says as follows, and all you say is, they say. And there's no such thing as they say. So that's what you do. That's that's what we're here for. And that that will that will keep you in the good graces of everyone who likes intelligence. Well, uh, your in-laws will love you for that. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. Exactly right. And then we have the most important thing that everybody loves is case or no case. And this final segment of this final uh, third hour, we do what's called quick takes where each of us are going to do a little quick take about what we thought about our show today and some little snippets that you might like. Cal, let's play case or no case. All right. Right now? You want to do it right now? Okay, yeah, here, we go. All right, here we go. Now it's time to play right. Case or No Case. Yay! All right, ladies and gentlemen, put on your legal thinking caps, if you will. I'm going to take you now to Wichita, Kansas, where a 52-year-old Wichita is thinking about suing after she says a malfunctioning swimming suit dryer at the YMCA nearly took off her finger. It was an extractor that wrings the water out of the suit instead of having you toss it in the dryer. Dorothy Thompson. Dorothy Thompson from Wichita, Kansas, said she went to the YMCA and told them of her plight, showing them her mangled finger and saying, the piece of equipment in question has hurt me. Well, the manager said the piece of equipment in question is no longer in use at the YMCA. They said we're not aware of any prior problems with it, and they said... Safety is a top priority at the YMCA. And, uh, yeah, she says uh, the extractor is there for the convenience of all of our guests. And like all equipment at the nonprofit YMCA, you use it at your own risk. The extractor was a refurbished unit that had been in the woman's locker room for only a few weeks when Thompson allegedly has was hurt. And so I'm going to ask you this. It seems fairly straightforward, I'm sure, to all of you. And so I'm going to ask you this very simply. And, Mr. Kunin, you go first here. I ask you, case or no case? Okay. The first question that I have is uh, you said to put on our legal thinking caps. And okay. I want to know who wrote the word dunce on mine. That is not. It was, it was, uh, <laughs> it was your cat. Okay. All right. Was, <laughs> well, <laughs> they would know. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm a little confused in the factual background. So she hurt her hand in this machine, but the YMCA said they don't use the machine? Well, I, when she complained about it, she came back and said, here are pictures of my mangled fingers. Said, oh, said, we don't use that machine. We don't even have use, don't, don't use that machine anymore. Oh, so they weren't saying it wasn't there. They no. were just telling her, oh, your remedy is to don't do that. Kind of like, right, uh, right. hey, Doc, it hurts when I do this. Well, don't, don't do, do that, that anymore. anymore. Exactly. Okay. Right, right. Right, right, right. Uh, well, it, the, the thing is scary about this. It seems pretty straightforward that the YMCA would have liability for any machine they have in there. And, and if somebody gets hurt using it, they can't just say don't use it anymore and that there would be some sort of liability. I mean, I think that the... YMCA is proving the village people wrong that it's not always fun to stay at the YMCA. Well, what if they had a sign-up that said, use this equipment, like they have in the exercise rooms also? 
I, I use this equipment at your own risk. I agree. And waivers and warnings like that don't always save the days. I'm sure my friend Fred Penny will say. So, uh, Assuming that there are no rest of the story issues that come out later, <laughs> Which there based, may be. based upon everything that you have said, I'm going to say that this is a case, and I'm going to say that the YMCA prevails, and that it's because of this that people took a closer look because that was an unjust outcome. Oh. Okay. Well, fair what enough. Can, what can I do? The worst that can happen is I lose out on a steak dinner. Ms. Dirks, what are your... Th- well, you're going to get one either way. Either yeah, well, I, cooks well, or I pay or, for yeah, it. Right, yeah. This, yeah, exactly. Everybody wins, <laughs> yeah, you know, except like for me. So root for me. Except for me. I wasn't invited. <laughs> but that's okay. I'll get over it. Okay. So <laughs> this is the classic personal injury case right up Fred's wheelhouse. I wish I could hear from him first, but I can't, so I've got to decide it myself. So it could be a failure to warn. That could be one of the basis for the lawsuit. There was nothing saying that you do everything at your own, but maybe they actually had something she had to sign before she used the YMCA, so it could be that that's not going to win. It could be a negligence case because they have a machine on that is defective, and so if YMCA is going to be sued for this, then they're going to sue the person that fixed it. They're going to sue the manufacturer. They're going to sue everybody else, you know, just to do it. And then you've got that sweet little spot where YMCA, is a non-profit. So you've got the non-profit side of it that people are not, jurors are not going to want to necessarily do a big, huge award against YMCA because it's a non-profit and it serves a really valid function um, and service. I am going to say that this is exactly the kind of fact pattern that Cal would do to get us to stimulate us to think about legal issues and that it's not a case. Well. Mr. Penny. She is so intelligent. I'm so telling you, more she just went right through that we, whole thing. We, man, yeah. we get wow. emails all the time to say, Denise is the most intelligent among all of us, and we know that. But, but, And I'm the personal injury lawyer, and I'm saying, wow, uh, maybe you should hire her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Denise. All right. Well, it, every state's different. That's the issue is, again, we talk about general topics of law. We say that all the time because this is a state-by-state going to be different. Uh, you can sue under federal government depending upon you know, who the defendant is, but there's an assumption that a risk issue, do they assume the risk when they do that? Um, is it something that's open and obvious they should have known? You know, it, it, was there warning labels on it? That's another thing, Denise, you brought up. Uh, signing a waiver, every state's different, depends. Generally speaking, my argument is, and a lot of times, uh, you know, most states do have this type of argument that they can argue and possibly win, is you cannot have someone sign away their rights to sue you if you do something negligent, and, and that's an issue too. Um, so the the question is, is trickery here? It's not a legal <laughs> issue. It's a trickery issue. You think I? W- uh, yes, you may try and be trying to trick us. <laughs> yeah. And the question is, do I lean with Denise or lean with Todd? Um, I'm going to say it's a case. It's for sure a scenario, but I'm going to say it's a case. And I do say that they said that that, that the YMCA says, yeah, we don't use that thing anymore. We're not liable. So I think it's a case. I think the YMCA loses because uh, just because they don't use it anymore doesn't mean uh, they're not liable. By the way, there's a thing called subsequent remedial measures, by the way. If they fix something or replace it, a lot of courts, depends on the state, will not allow you to bring up, oh, they fixed it or took it away because it was dangerous. So it depends on the state. Hey, what do you think? Let us know. 855-529-7234 or tweet us. At Radio Law Talk. Yeah, come back and you'll find out about the YMCA that cares only about a song and see whether or not they're liable in this case. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. The outcome of Case or No Case is coming up next right here on Radio Law Talk, available on your favorite radio station and all episodes and streaming live at radiolawtalk.com. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. 
I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Uh-huh. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Well, come on. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. Ah! We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time, and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable, things you'll want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose online with free shipping. Just go to lettyandcompany.com. LettyandCompany.com. Chris, can you put the video game controller down for a second? I can talk and play. Oh, I'm totally annihilating this punk kid in Nebraska. I just feel like you're not acting like a grown-up in our relationship. M2, M2. Well, you know, you still ride your skateboard to work. There's the comic book collection, the race car bed. Look, I'm young at heart, but I put money to my 401k every paycheck. I picked up a few savings tips at feedthepig.org. I have control of my financial life now, and that feels pretty grown up. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. For free ideas and easy tips on ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. So, I bet I look like a grown up to you now. Well, except for the footy pajamas, I'd have to agree. Are you serious? This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny. Yeah, I wish we knew if Cal was serious with this case or no case. Cal, give us a quick (laughs) overview again. Okay, well, the lady is at the YMCA. Her name, Dorothy, in... Kansas. Oh. I'm just saying that's her name, Dorothy in Kansas. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Todd, Todd, we zero points again already. I can see it coming. We went to the YMCA and used a swim a centrifugal swimsuit water extraction machine. Uh, it uh, stopped spinning, she thought. She put her hand in there, mangled oh. up her finger. Uh, went to the YMCA and said, hey, and they said, uh, she didn't tell them right away. Apparently some people helped her and they took her. 
she came back and said, hey, and they said, well, we don't even use that machine anymore. Besides, we're nonprofit. And besides, it says right here, and you sign a waiver that says use it at your own risk. And so I asked if it was a case or no case. Denise said it was not a case. Mr. Penny said it was a case, and the plaintiff prevailed? No, the, uh, oh, what did I say? YMCA. No, I, YMCA prevailed. I said, you said, okay. I thought you said plaintiff prevailed. No, I did. I don't remember. I, I said, I said, you said a, YMCA. I said YMCA. So Fred did, said plaintiff. I, yeah. I didn't know. Is there taking her little dog too? I want to say plaintiff. What the heck? Yeah, let's that's go what for you it. Said. I don't remember yeah, what, what I said. said. Okay, so let's uh, let's just go ahead and jump right into this one oh. step at a time. Peel back the layers of the onion. For those of you who said it was a case, thank you, Todd and Fred. Yes, oh. Denise. Whoa, we did it, Todd. I got a big goose egg. Which, oh, which means Denise got a, a zero, so woo. that steak dinner's looking better that, and better. That, it's Kansas <laughs> and Dorothy. That was awesome. I just tried to mess with you there. But it was, in fact, a case, and it, it was a case. However, she sought $75,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lawsuit says she tried to dry out her bathing suit after she attended a water aerobics class. She went in to change clothes, held down the lid to engage the machine, released the lid, stuck her hand in, you know, oh. blah, blah, blah. Uh, they said it almost took off her middle finger. Blah, 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 blah. That's, yeah. that, that's where it went, blah, blah, blah. Almost. Well, that's what it flopped around like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> okay. uh, she sought $75,000. Mm-hmm. No oh. verdict. Case settled. Plaintiff prevails. Oh, we get it. We get it. Plaintiff so, What year was this? Does it say the this year or not? This was in ni- uh, 2016. Wow. So this was just a run-of-the-mill case, nothing special. Exactly. Normal but had, case. But it yes. had Dorothy in Kansas, so I thought maybe. Oh, <laughs> nice. You know, I, I was waiting for you to come back and say it was a centrifugal uh, bathing suit hydrating machine, <laughs> otherwise known as a toilet water that spins up. Man, that's not how you use I, I, it. I realize it was way too straightforward, but I liked it because of the Dorothy in Kansas, so I, I just had to do you it. You thought we thought we you thought that we thought you were yeah, tricking us. Exactly. Right, exactly. and none of us even made the connection between Dorothy I, and Kansas. I know. Kansas. <laughs> I got clear over your heads. Yeah. Anyway, that, ladies and gentlemen, is case. Okay. Thank you, Cal. Thank you, Cal. Remember, if you ever want to handle case or no case, uh, you're stuck to next week uh, to do case or no case. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. Now, to, we're, we're going to get into some very important things. And this is this is a very serious issue that many people are very passionate about. And I get it. And, again, at Radio Law Talk, we have two T-shirts. One says, Who Needs Law School? And the other one says, When You're Tired of Politics Radio, tune into Radio Law Talk. Yes, we do talk politics. Everything is politics. But we are neutral. And we're lawyers. As lawyers, we've learned we can argue either side. Denise, you can argue either side. I've done some defense, personal injury defense work. I can argue that side. I can argue the plaintiff's side. Todd does the same. He's a prosecutor. He can argue for the prosecutor. He can argue for the defense. And I can argue against Todd. That's exactly right. right. We love it when the two of them go at it. I just sit back and look. I'm going, yeah, here we go. I argue both sides all the time. I argue why I'm right and why you're wrong. I mean, I can do that. That's exactly right. So uh... it's like my dad used to say when uh, when it was church time when I was a kid. Oh, our kids, people like you, should not force your kids to go to church. My kids have options. They can go to church happy or sad. That's their option. My, my my parents believed in free agency and the proper way to enforce it. So, uh, <laughs> That's exactly right. My parents said you can go alive or dead, but we're going. <laughs> so what we do, Todd, is we want to start, yeah, start with Roe v. Wade. Okay. Let's start just a very brief overview of what Roe v. Wade is, where people also just think, oh, it's just, uh, you, you know, you, there's abortions. Uh, okay. Yeah, so, so it, it was a 1973 opinion, and as you said, people look at it and say, okay, Roe versus Wade says abortions are legal. This is what the Roe v. Wade court found. Uh, first, they held that prior to birth, a fetus is a potential life, but not a person within the meaning of the Constitution, which is significant about 
the rights that people have. Then the second thing that they said is, okay, if it's not a person, what right does the government have to regulate abortions? And they based the governmental right to regulate on the trimester system for gestation. And what they found was during the first trimester, the, uh, the government has no right to regulate abortions. During the second trimester, the, uh, the state may regulate abortions, but only to protect the health of the woman. And during the third trimester, the state may regulate or prohibit abortion to promote its interest in the potential life of the fetus, except where it's necessary to preserve the woman's life, woman's health. So that is Roe versus Wade. There were a lot in a of, nutshell. In a nutshell, there were a lot of subsequent decisions that were that tweaked it a little bit. But the big one happened in 1992: Planned Parenthood versus Southeastern Pennsylvania versus Casey. And Justice Sandra Day O'Connor had, in previous opinions, talked about the idea of the viability of the fetus being a better way to regulate the abortion. And in this in the Casey case, what they did was the court said, we're moving away from the trimester-based system, and we're saying that it's the viability of the fetus that is what is going to regulate abortions in the state's decision. So it's it's a little bit more of a sliding scale, not rigid. That's it in a Okay, we're going to come back and continue and talk about this a little bit later. Denise has some good comments, but again... The issue of abortion, Thomas and Ginsburg pound each other a little bit on this. We'll be back right after this. We appreciate your listening to Radio Law Talk and remind you that all episodes are available there eventually because you can stream them and you can stream the show live as well from radiolawtalk.com. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376 Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. 
and they are able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. I'm going to quick quack car wash, get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to don't drive dirty, going to get my car suds in the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far, we're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car wash, a hundred feet of cloth, washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick quack, will spruce her up just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy, you'll be glad you was at the quick quack. Car wash it on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick quack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck. Get on the road and come visit the dock at the Quick Quack Car Wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. Quack Quack. All right, guys, we need to have you read some lines for our disclaimer promo. But first, can anybody tell me what a disclaimer is? Right then. Well, uh, Denise, you go ahead. Non uti purpurium juris consult. Latin, that's a nice touch. Thank you, Denise. Next time we'll try it in English if that's okay. Fred, how about you? Cal, I don't want to read all this. Can we just tell the people that we're discussing general legal issues and they should hire their own attorney instead of relying on what we have to say here? Well, we could, I guess. Uh, uh, Chris? I'm not going to be there anyway. Why have me do it? Let's, Let's have, have Todd, Todd do it. it. Me? Read disclaimers? Why, I couldn't. <coughs> the information you hear on Radio Law Talk is general... The preceding promo was for entertainment purposes only. And if you want true legal advice, contact your own lawyer. Just a tip from your friends at Radio Law Talk. Be sure to read our disclaimers on radiolawtalk.com as well. Is this real life? Go to the website, radiolawtalk.com. You can listen to the show there, and there's a lot of other good information, too. That's radiolawtalk.com. Todd, you were following up on the, the Roe v. Wade stuff. So, so what, what we did is we, we came to the conclusion of that's, the, uh, that's where the Roe v. Wade and then subsequent decisions stand in terms of what is legal. And then we address what happened in Indiana, this law that was that was passed, it was one of now Vice President Mike Pence's last laws that he signed. As governor. As governor. And this law was passed, and according to the law, the law made it illegal to dispose of the remains of the aborted fetus in the same manner as other medical waste is disposed of. And then the other one was it, 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 it outlawed abortions if the doctor believes that the reason the abortion is being sought is because the uh, the person I'm going to I'm going to phrase it this way the person carrying the fetus because to call a mother is going to raise an issue that came up later I but, like to bring it, we're going to bring that up cuz I don't I yes. want to bring that up so, how the two of them discuss so it the person carrying the fetus Maybe they don't like the gender. To, to make it illegal, if the doctor thinks the only reason for the abortion is because they, they wish it was a different gender or they wish it had a, a different characteristics or whatever. And so the Indiana law invalidated both of those practices. They appealed. The Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals overturned both of them. Overturned right. both of them. That was then appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court. And they recently issued, like the last four days, a decision – uh, and a, an opinion, a per curiam opinion. Nobody signed it. There was no judge that signed it like normal opinions. It was just the collective opinion of the court with some dissenting saying, here's what we're going to do. So, uh, in essence, the portion of the original law will stand as it relates to the disposition, uh, the remains of the aborted fetus. Yeah, in other words, they have to be either cremated or they have to be uh, buried. buried or they have to be given to the 
woman. Yes, they she can decide of different methods. They but. cannot be disposed of like other medical waste. Uh, that was the law. It was overturned in the lower level, and the Supreme Court said, nope, that 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 part's good. All right, but what the court decided as it relates to the issue about selective abortions based on gender is they said, we are not going to grant cert, meaning we are not going to hear further arguments on that issue. We're not saying whether we would pass it, we would agree with it or not. It's just not an issue we want to hear because under Rule 10 of the Supreme Court, uh, Rule 10 of the Supreme Court rule says that we prefer to hear things when we have differing opinions from different courts of appeal. This is the first time we've heard this, so because we don't have that, we're not going to take it up and offer an opinion. So as it stands, that is still illegal based upon the lower court's ruling, and that's where we stand. And what is illegal specifically is there cannot be a ban on abortion based upon race, sex, or defect of the fetus. So that has been, the lower court said that was unconstitutional, and the Supreme Court said we're letting that unconstitutional finding stand for yes. right now without us hearing it to so that we can percor, per, uh, percolate in all the other courts and have many different types of cases that raise that same type of issue so the Supreme Court can really speak out on several cases. Yes. So normally when we get an opinion from the court, we have one judge will sign it and sign his name to the bottom saying this is the opinion of the court and other judges will say I concur and everything's fine and then you'll have dissents. In a procuring opinion, nobody signs the opinion from the court. It's just the courts. But you have these dissents and Justice Thomas in his dissent address the issue of this these selective abortions. And one of the statements that he made was, this, this takes us back to and opens the door for eugenics, where we now start to, it was the idea about engineering a race based upon selective procedures and stuff. And Justice Ginsburg took umbrage to that reference. What what happened there? Well, she took umbrage to both parts, actually. She was a true dissent. Um, well, no, she. I'm sorry. She agreed with the, the um, ban that there cannot be a ban against abortion on the base of race and all of that. But she said that it, on the fetus um, disposition side of it, that it would create an undue, inf, uh, undue burden on women that have an abortion and they can't afford to cremate or bury. Mm -hmm. But it's not a strong argument if the woman could take it back and dispose of it how they wish to, right? And she also did a little dig. This is the fun part. They both start digging They're each digging other. each other, but she particularly dug on Thomas because she said, you cannot refer to these women who are seeking abortions as mothers because they're making a choice not to be a mother. They're not a mother. And there are different competing interests here, folks. It's not just the women and it's not just the potential fathers, because they're, they're kind of getting ignored a little bit here. Um, but it's also the state's interest has to be compelling in order to impose the undue burden. And that's why she said we have to get back to viability. So yeah. she's t kind of getting in that port. It's interesting how they're jabbing each other, because <laughs> he, Thomas, clearly used the, the word mother throughout his it's not it's throughout his dissent That's or right. his discussion and and ginsburg caught it oh, oh she caught that it's funny how they i could see the two of them having crumpets and tea together you know yes but but what's happening is she catches that and, and what you have to understand too is this is not just happening in Indiana. That's why the Supreme Court's stepping back, because it just happened in Mississippi that a judge just overturned, uh, issued a preliminary injunction against a law that's going to ban abortions once the fetal heartbeat is, uh, is decided. And that, that just came down. And then also in Louisiana, a law that requires the doctors doing abortions have to have admitting privileges to hospitals. There's all this stuff. Now, what a point I want to make here is... This is all, everyone's thinking it's abortion this, it's about Thomas and about Ginsburg and what the Supreme Court says. You know what it's really about, too? If those of you who are real constitutionalists, and I'm not the deep, deep constitutionalist, it's about states' rights. Here's the other issue. Does the state, and that's what the gay, gay rights was an issue of about gay marriage, does the state have the right under the Constitution to make their own laws as to abortion, as to gay rights, et cetera, et cetera. And that's one of the arguments we're going to make. Now, it might not hold up because clearly the United States Supreme Court said 
you know, they brought the gay rights issue up and said, no, we're going to we're going to argue it for the national federal. Go ahead. So what what I was going to say is 10th Amendment to the Constitution says anything not specifically reserved to the federal government in the Constitution is left to the state to regulate. And so the folks that want an overall federal law, federal ban, would be saying that they, they argue the constitutional requirements of life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, and, and all of those arguments to say, see, this abortion or termination is a constitutional right, so it should be regulated on the federal level. Whereas the states are saying, or the argument that it should be state by state is saying, no, 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 no. That this isn't regulated by, by the federal government. It's not in the constitution. This is a state's right issue that we should do. You know, the interesting thing you brought up about gay marriage, and and, and what really brought this to the forefront is this. Fred, you're married, right? Last time I checked. Okay. What state did you get married in? State of California. All right. When you go to Utah, are you still married? I think I am. Okay, when you go to New York, are you still married, or do you need to apply for a, a new drive or a yeah, new marriage license? I get it. Same thing with driving. It's because of the comedy clause, C-O-M-I-T-Y clause in the Constitution, which says we'll recognize certain things that happen in other states and say that that's okay here. So, from a state's rights issue on gay marriage, if somebody goes to Hawaii and gets married, well, then they come back to California, and under the comedy clause, they should still be married. Right, because because uh, heterosexual couples are still married. That's why it raises to the national. It's a really good point, but really, when it comes down to the gay marriage, what it what was it? It was about money. It was about taxes. The way reason that came up to the Supreme Court was because they were being taxed at different rates. So some people would be taxed at their state level which is fine at different rates if they were a gay marriage or if they were a heterosexual marriage. But when it got to the federal level, they were being taxed differently depending. And that was how that, I mean, a lot of people didn't realize that it was a tax case that got that issue up to the court. I agree with that. That would be a great segment because I agree, and I've got another (laughs) analysis there. But getting back to this issue on abortion, yeah, Justice Thomas and Justice Ginsburg were going at each other in this sniping. But what we can can take away from this is this is set up because of the different laws that were passed in different states to be an issue that ultimately will make it to the Supreme Court, and it's going to have to be addressed probably sooner than later. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about But next next segment, we're going to talk about Bayer is facing, who bought Roundup, by the way, the company is facing 13,400 lawsuits. A few lawsuits just came down, I believe three of them, with which equals approximately $3 billion. We're also going to talk about the death penalty case. We'll be right back. This is Radio Law Talk, and you're listening to it on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. And no, I don't know where that extraneous audio is coming from, but it's coming from somewhere, isn't it? So you stay there, and we'll be right back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. 
If you're one of those independent people who want your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. Ah! We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time, and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable, things you'll want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose online with free shipping. Just go to lettyandcompany.com. LettyandCompany.com. My name is Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I've assembled an excellent team of highly experienced personal injury trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. At Penny & Associates, we will aggressively represent you and your family when someone has been injured in an accident. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. For a free initial consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or call 1-800-616-4LAW and ask for Frederick, Stewart, Rob, Kevin, Kent, or Will. That's Frederick Penny at Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers, one 800 616 for law. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. Most of my family, they never graduated high school or even let alone go to college, so I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter, Brooklyn, was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, studied hard, and, and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me, I wouldn't have bothered to do it. I got one milestone down the drain, and now I got to work on the next. I see the future is really bright for me. I feel like it doesn't matter the age, as long as you go back and get it done. The high school diploma is just added to the confidence, and now I feel unstoppable. No one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Radio Law Talk. Now, back to the show. Hypothetically, can you see the board of directors meeting? Denise, Todd, you know, there's this thing called Roundup. I think we should buy this company out. Uh, they only want $62.5 billion. Uh, want to buy it? What do you think? Well, you know, I'm looking at it here. They got a lot of people. I just used Roundup last weekend. In my house. So, yeah, everybody uses it. I think that's a good buy. A lot of people love that product. What about you, Denise? Think we should buy this thing? Uh, no. <laughs> well, why, why not? This uh, is, this is let's a, buy it. Let's buy it, Todd. All right. Let's buy uh, it. I mean, Two to one vote. This lady over here, she never knows what's going on, so we're going to go yes. ourselves. <laughs> just because they email all about her, we're, we're going to buy this thing. You know, I, I know you just sent the check over, so we're here, but we did fail to consider that maybe if something ever went wrong with the product, each one of those millions of users could be a potential plaintiff. But I'm sure that'll never happen. $3 billion in three lawsuits are the verdicts so far. Now they have over 13,000 lawsuits against Bear for the roundup case that they're claiming again this is all this is an expert battles claiming that is linked to people getting cancer a bear argues that they have over 800 different tests that show or approximately 800 rigorous studies that were submitted that say that it does not cause cancer that it's safe when used as directed quote um, and then, of course, the plaintiff's bar is saying the opposite, and these suits are 
flying off oh, the there's shelf. There's so many. I cannot believe it. Yeah. And you sit there and you think, okay, Bear, you decided to buy Monsanto. We get that. But what's in your contract that's going to allow you to recover money from Monsanto for all of these lawsuits? I'd be so curious to see that purchase and sell agreement. Yeah, because uh, having been involved in a few purchases of primarily radio properties, there's a cutoff date. All liabilities incurred before this date are yours. All of them incurred afterward are mine. That's I correct. mean, isn't that what you put in a contract? No, that's true. You, a lot of times they'll just Could buy be. the assets, or you just buy the assets. You don't buy the liabilities. But uh, since acquiring Montesano, which owns Roundup, Bear stock prices have lost half their value. Half. Now, if you understand the value of Bear, one of the biggest companies in the world, it's a European. I, I didn't realize it's it's based out of France or Europe somewhere, but it has lost Germany. Germany, okay, half of its value. That's bit. That's trillions probably of dollars or billions. Billions at least. Was, was and I don't know the answer to this question. Uh, was Monsanto a publicly held company or privately held company prior to the purchase? Because because the the thing that's interesting, if it was a publicly held company and Bayer purchases it, purchases it, and it's a subsidiary, then it's still publicly held. And I get the stock price for Monsanto dropping as a, as an asset of Bayer, but we're talking about Bayer's stock price coming. I mean, that's that's the equivalent of. Let's say you you rent your apartment building to an unsavory person. Now, does the does does what you able to are you able to get for that specific apartment in the future go down, or does that bring down the whole value of the building in the block? And that's what's happening. Yes, it has. Yikes! Yeah. So we're going to follow this as these lawsuits are going to be going forth. We're going to we're going to follow up with this. Bear is on the uh, Euro stock 500 market index and was before. It's been there since World War well, II. Well, Bear so. we know. Monsanto, yeah. it's not so clear. Um, because what they had it, shell companies. They had different companies right. as they went along. So Monsanto. As it's as an entity, as we know. Oh, it now. is a publicly traded yeah, publicly American and multinational right. um, company. Right. Okay. And, and, and I see the yeah. I see this I see the stock price dropping for Bayer if the shareholders are going. This all hypothetical. It's just speculation on my part. But if the if the shareholders are going, if you guys couldn't see the liability that exists <laughs> in picking up Monsanto with that. I don't. I don't know if I want you having. I don't know if I want to invest in that kind of decision making. Right. Right. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. I, I knew this individual that is an attorney general, and he was in charge of many of the death penalty cases in California, and and he was ultra conservative. Let, let me tell you, this guy is fairly right wing conservative, not extremist, but he's extremely conservative. And I never, I, I I still remember the day when he sat down and talked to me, and he's a lawyer, obviously, and I was a lawyer, and he said. I do not believe in the death penalty. I was like, what? As a conservative? You know, because I knew he's conservative. Not that I was agreeing or something, but I, I thought conservatives believe that. He said that it cost the state and taxpayers so much money to pursue any cases against these death penalty cases, and they end up dying a lot of times before they even finish. He said just on a monetary basis, it is so expensive. He said, it's not worth it. But that was interesting that they look at the monetary portion. And I know there's the victims and then there's the police officers that really have gone through a lot. Uh, and and some victims argue both ways that, hey, I want this to end. I don't want – because the death penalty appeals and all that stuff goes forever. So that's what's happened in New Hampshire. They've now abolished the death penalty. The last case that I handled as a prosecutor before I became a defense attorney, one of the last cases that I was assigned to, I had several, but the, the most significant one was a murder case, and the decision had been made by the office that I was there was to seek the death penalty. And we, we were very early on in the process, and I, I wasn't necessarily opposed to it. But at this point now, I'm just going to tell you right now, I have serious concerns about that. I agree with it in principle. In that if, if, if one person takes the life of another person, and there's no doubt about that, that 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 biblically speaking and all that, you know, eye for an eye and, and the person could die. But I just want to read something to you. Uh, Charles or Richard Greer, Ronald Klein, Clarence, Clarence Smith, Jonathan Treadway, Larry Hicks, Jerry Banks, Gary Beeman. Those are just a few of the 165 people who have been convicted of a crime, been on death row, 
and then subsequently exonerated because DNA evidence came out. While I agree with the penalty maybe in principle, in practice, because it's not absolute, I, I have serious concerns. And I understand not from a how much it costs to prosecute standpoint or to do this. I understand it from a, you know, you don't get this back. And it's it goes back to this principle. It's far better than 100 guilty people go free than an innocent person spend a night in jail. And what I used to tell... Or, pro- God forbid, be... Um- put to death. Yeah, it's it's something that I used to tell my prosecutors all the time when I was supervising them. If you ever think you're winning cases because you have a silver tongue and you can sell, you know, ice to people that live in Alaska or sand to people that live in the desert, you need to take a long look at yourself and what you're doing because you don't win cases. Evidence wins cases. And if you do it that way, you will convict somebody who is innocent. And I don't know how you live with that. Right. So New Hampshire abolishing the death penalty kind of is a trend in a way because, well, in California, when Rose Byrd, the Supreme Court justice of the state, she said, oh, I'm not going to. It's unconstitutional. And she, her whole panel of judges uh, agreed with her. She was actually taken off the, the California Supreme Court for that position. She was and recalled. California, yeah, and yeah. California was so upset at her. Um, but now we've got a governor who says, under my rule right now, there's going to be kind of a moratorium, and we're not going to enforce those provisions of death penalty and people on the death penalty. That's Gavin Newsom in California. Gavin Newsom in California, the governor. And the other thing that's interesting is that in New Hampshire, they hadn't put anybody to death since 1936, and at the time that they passed this ban on death penalty, um, there was only one person on the death row. And the interesting thing, this ban is not retroactive and does not go back to protect the one person on death row. Just to prosecute <laughs> that one individual was $2.5 million in New Hampshire. Right. Right. All because of the safeguards to protect against the very thing that Todd was talking about. Right. right. And they find that the death penalty does not dissuade anybody from committing crimes. Except the person who is, who's pe- pays the penalty. It depends. We can argue all this, but we've got important things to do. We have got our quick takes. Roll it, Cal. I get, Cal, who do you want to go first? I, I'd like Todd to go first. Okay. And this is going uh, to come right on the death penalty thing. So the phrase, oops, my bad is not an acceptance of responsibility that means a whole lot to the wrongfully executed individual. Denise, your quick take? (laughs) Speaking from experience, too many trustees will spoil the trust of Tom Petty estate. (laughs) I got a Tom Petty one. Let's break this down. Listen. Listen to his heart, because if you don't listen to... The heart, you will be free-falling. Remember, all of you in Tom Petty's <laughs> family, you won't back down, but you... What? But you don't. If you don't back down, you'll all be free-falling. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Radio Law Talk. Have a great week. <laughs> you have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Thank you